Welcome to Murder, She Don't, the movie podcast where we watch horror films because I love them, but she don't. But then we talk about them because I do like talking, and he don't. Today we are going to discuss The Gate, the 1987 young adult horror movie. Sure. Like, it's it's definitely kitty. Yeah. It was directed by Tibor Takis, Takis, written by Michael Nankin, not Napkin, Nankin. Mm-hmm. Interesting thing about Tibor Takis is he's mainly known for doing Hallmark, Hallmark Christmas, Christmas movies. movies. Once Upon a Christmas, Twice Upon a Christmas, It's Christmas Eve, like comma Eve. <laughs> it's Christmas Eve. I don't know. <laughs> That's hilarious to me. He either directs these like goofy horror films or goofy Hallmark Christmas movies. That's what he does. That's his career. And I'm like, I'm here for it. I want your job. I would do that. <laughs> so before we get into the movie, is there any content that needs to be warned about? There's some language. Definitely some language. Yeah, it's an 80s movie and pretty much a time capsule of all of the problematic language that comes with it. Uh, the the F slur. Yeah. Um, the R slur. Yeah. And every time I was like, hey, and you were like, but it was the 80s. Doesn't make it okay. It, it, but... Right. It does make it okay. But like every one of these movies, why is it every movie has the F slur in it? Just like... make sure because it is a, a younger like I, I think it's our son, young, yeah, yeah, I think our son could watch it, but we would definitely be like, pause. That is not okay to say, and you will never say that word. <laughs> but like even Bill and Ted, they say the F slur, and I'm like, but that's like super wholesome movie. Anyway, every '80s movie, the F word is never okay. I know. I'm not saying it's okay. It's never F slur. Okay. I'm sorry. I keep saying F word. Right. There's a difference between the F word and the F slur. Yes. I. Oh. Enjoy the F word quite a bit, <laughs> uh, but not the F slur. Yes. The dog dies as well, just so you know. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, we'll get to it, but yeah. if, if dog death is something that bothers you really, like, hardcore, you might want to skip this one because they do lug around a dead dog for much more of the movie than you would expect. And then, before we get into it, spoiler-free recommendation. Yeah, I, I'm not like, woohoo, but it's I, not it's, the best movie ever. No, <laughs> there's some jump scares. So I hate that. It's like the slapstick of horror films, right? Like it's a, it's just an easy it's what one I th- off. I think of it as like one of those movies that kind of like gets kids into horror movies. Sure. Because it's like it stars a very young Stephen Dorff. He's like 10 or whatever in this movie, 9 if or 10, that, something yeah. like that. And like nobody actually dies in the movie. You know, there's there's not much really horrible stuff happening, but it is a fun. I mean, people do die, but like we'll get to it. Yeah. And then the, the, the scariest part is like not super scary, but it is kind of gross. So yeah, if you've got a young person who's getting into horror movies, this is I think this is a pretty good introduction. As long as you. Yeah. Tell them that's not an king to say. So the movie starts off and he like wakes up and nobody's around the house. Is that what's happening? Yeah. And uh, there's a storm happening or a storm that happened and knocked down his treehouse. Or no, he climbed up into the treehouse. That's what it was. Right. In the, in the nightmare or whatever, there's a doll. I wasn't telling him it was oh, a nightmare sorry. yet. Spoiler anyway, alert. Spoiler, it's, it's, a, a... it's a nightmare. This whole thing is a spoiler. <laughs> It's a, it's a fake. Fake out. It, it's a it's a fake opening, I guess. But yeah, 
he has this nightmare where he wakes up and nobody's there and then something like the, a doll or there's something. There's a doll in, the, in his treehouse that's Super saying like dada or something like that. And so he climbs up into the treehouse and then right as he's up there the tree splits because of Lightning. the storm and yeah. everything. And so he falls in the treehouse and I'm like yeah but it's a pretty sturdy treehouse like you'll be fine. But yeah it's you know he feels something pulling him into the tree or I forget how how the nightmare ends and he wakes up. I think I, I don't remember how it ends but he wakes up to workers taking apart the tree in the backyard they're pulling right. it up they find a big what do they call it a thunder egg or something yes it's a geode that hasn't been cracked yet yes and, and so then his, they crack it it's glenn is the main kid and then his friend terry yes oh terry. and terry is the best <laughs> i love terry terry is bucky we have a friend named bucky yeah yeah it's and totally it's it's bucky is this you I mean, the kid even looks like a very young Bucky. Like, like it's insane. oh my God. It's, yeah. Anyway, so Glenn and Terry are trying to get this geode open. Like, while they the, see an open the, Well, one. they see the geode, and they like they go down to get it, and while they're trying to get it, uh, he pricks his hand with a splinter. Hold on, hold on. They see an open one, and Terry explains, oh, this is a, what, a dragon I think they called egg? it a thunder egg. Thunder or egg, Maybe that's a, what it is. Yeah. And they're like, oh, they call it a thunder egg. And if we dig deep enough, we might could find another one. They go for thousands of dollars and, you know, just kids digging in the backyard. Like there's gas it's, that comes up and it smells like sulfur. It's and then actually he, the like, gate. It is the gate. And he, he, like, gets a splinter in his hand and there's blood. A little bit. Just not not a whole hell of a lot. Like just a little. All you need is a little blood. All you need is a drop. For the gate. <laughs> Is this going to be all episode? The gate. Yes. That's what I'm going to do the whole time. Help me. Glenn's parents decide to leave town and leave him with his older sister, who is 16-ish? 17. Around driving age, Mm -hmm. because her friends are driving. Yeah. So she might not be 16 yet, but around that age. And they tell her no parties, so you know there's going to be one. Right. And uh, her name is Al, or Alexandra. Yeah. But um, her, her family parents, calls her Al. Her parents call her Al, and so does Glenn. Glenn, but she corrects him. She's like, "It's Alexandra." And but like mom and dad call her Al, so of course he has grown up calling her Al. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I'm supposed to call you something different. But you know, she there's guys, and she's trying to hang out with them, and and she has her two friends, the Lee sister, and it's oh, God. what are they? It's like Linda and Lisa Lee. Sure. Something like that. I just, I was like, oh, alliteration. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, the parents leave town. Unimagination. That's what I thought. I was like, okay. Mm, the parents leave town and Alex throws her, her party. While the party's going on, Terry and Glenn decide that they're, that they're trying to crack open the thunder egg or yeah. whatever they called it. They get it cracked open and like, doesn't the gas spill out of it? Yeah, something like that. Starts going everywhere and, oh, there's a, one of those little magnet drawing boards from oh, when yeah. you were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had like this film that would sit on top of the magnet mm-hmm. and you'd have a little magnet uh, pin. And because the geode's on there, it like writes words onto it and they, they recite the phrase. Yeah. What was it? Do you remember what the phrase was? I don't. We did forget to mention that Terry and Glenn, we learn a little bit of their backstories. And Glenn is, his sister is starting to grow up and kind of not want to hang out with him anymore because mm-hmm. he's like the annoying little brother. Before, they had a lot of fun firing off rockets. So he like becomes obsessed with rockets and he's not allowed to fire them off on, alone anymore because he set the roof on fire. <laughs> and yeah. Terry lost his mom the year before. These yeah. are going to come up later. 
Yeah. And there's this really cool jacket that Glenn wears with mm. all these like space patches. And I was like, I want that jacket. And Terry wears that uh, denim with the killer dwarves <sighs> patch on it. And I'm like, I want that jacket. <laughs> <laughs> if there was ever two pieces of clothing that described us best. Yes. So, yeah, Alex throws her party. They crack open the geode. They read the chant that appears magically on their... Kikaku something. Yeah. Did I just summon a demon? I think you did. The cloud comes out of the geode. They decide downstairs that they're going to play light as a a feather. feather. And so they start trying to lift somebody and it's not working. It's not working. They're like, oh, let's try the little kid. And so they get Glenn down and they try doing it on him and it and it works. And he floats up to the ceiling. They're like, start floating him normally. And then he just starts floating by himself. I want to swing from the chandelier. It's not a chandelier, though. It's a light. And yeah. he ends up breaking it. And it's like, well, you have to clean that up before mom and dad get home. That's crap. Okay. and But he falls from the ceiling onto the ground. And they're like, oh, my God, are you okay? And he's, like, crying. And he's like, oh, get away from me. And he locks himself in his room. Terry is trying to coax him out. And Al goes to check on him and is like, are you worried about crying in front of everybody like everybody cries dude it's fine yeah she's like i got pants last year i cried a lot about that it's okay (laughs) and he's just like you don't understand what's happening there's demons and there's like all of these bugs yeah moths are showing up everywhere and they have a bug zapper in the backyard and it just like constantly like that sound takes me back to girl scout camp like i cannot it's just so it's a it's it's so weird how you can hear something usually it's a song but the bug zapper literally takes me back but, yeah so there's moths there's things happening there's the summoning and the gas that escapes the thunder egg and mm. It is super shiny on the inside because it's a geode, but then they're like it moves. The, it seemed like there was a liquid in there too, or something. Yeah, a I'm bit. not sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's having a rough night, and Al says, Hey, Terry, do you want to stay the night? You know, yeah. keep him company. Terry stays the night, and Glenn, while they're sleeping or kind of like fading asleep, you know, he starts seeing the wall move, and they do that um, Nightmare on Elm Street thing where they've got like the latex wall and they like mm-hmm. press stuff against it. And Terry doesn't see that, but he gets up to go to the bathroom, and Terry, when he's coming out, sees his mom downstairs. And she's like, come to me. And he runs down there and like, Mom, 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 and embraces her. And she's like, like holding him really tight. And then it pans out. I always say pan, and I know that's not the right Zoom. word. Zooms out, pans yeah. out, I don't know, whatever. It comes out, and it's actually he's holding their dog who had died. Uh, not their Glenn and Al's dog, Angus. And so he's holding this dead dog, and he starts screaming. But we didn't know that the dog was dead. They mentioned right. earlier that the dog was ancient. 97. Old. 97 in dog years. He's not 97. Oh, but in dog years he is. Terry freaks out. He goes home. We find out that Terry's dad, because his mom passed away, his dad works all the time and is well, never no, home. Well, no, he stays the night, but then the next morning he's like, sorry about your dog. Yeah. Well, he, go, he goes home and he finds his album. That's the big important thing. He yeah. finds this record and he starts like kind of putting two and two together because his band Crucis Strix, is that what they're called? Sure. Sacrocrix. Sacrocrix. I don't know. Sacrifix? Sacrifix, that's what it is. This band Sacrifix wrote a album that's basically about the gate opening and how, you know, there's 
There needs to be a blood sacrifice. And there's demons and, you know, they're going to come up out of the earth and the only way to stop them is this way. And he starts, he figures out like, oh, I think there's more going on here because, you know, the ghost of his mom showed up. So he thinks, hey, that hole in your backyard is actually a gate to hell. The gate. <laughs> Help me. They go over, what happens next? They Is that when they try to cover it up? Because... well. You're missing, like, one of the key moments of any 80s movie that includes records. Oh, when he's records. out? Yeah. And it's, he's trying to explain it to Glenn. And he's like, what? This is weird. And he's, like, looking at the liner notes. And then he starts, yeah, but listen to it this way. And he starts playing it backwards. And it's, <laughs> like, all of a sudden, they're, they're speaking whale. And, you know, that's... Speaking whale, I yes. like it. But yeah, they're, they listen to the record backwards, and that's... Because it's the 80s and all your devil worshipping. Although it's, it's weird subliminal. that this band is like telling you how to close the gate backwards in their records. So is that really satanic? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe that's the message of this movie is like, hey, Satanists are pretty chill, dude. Chill. Calm down. <laughs> they're like, okay, well, we need to figure out what to do. We need to close it, but it's not going to open all the way because there hasn't been... And a, a sacrifice, you have to throw the body in the mm-hmm. in the hole. You have to throw a dead body in there. So Angus counts as the sacrifice, but since he's not in the hole, everything's good. Until Al's dumb boyfriend or guy wanna she be likes, want to be boyfriend. The Lee sisters come over and they're like, hey, let's go to the mall today. So Al's friend decides, like, Al's like, well, we got to, you know, bury the dog and her boyfriend or wannabe boyfriend is like, I'll take care of it. And he's going to drive him to the vet's. So mm-hmm. they can dispose of it. But the vets is closed. And we do see the scenes of this kid like lugging around this big dead dog. <laughs> and it's it's really creepy looking. Yeah. It's, yeah it's real realistic, he, realistic looking. Like it's. And he goes to knock on the door and nobody's home because Glenn is over at Terry's and Al is at the mall with the sisters. And so he goes around into the backyard, finds this nice big hole and throws Angus in without anybody knowing. Mm-hmm. And they had gone out and tried to cover the hole with some, like, pieces of wood that they found. But, like, can we talk about how disturbing it would be if my dog died and I sent you to go dispose of it? And then you show back up at Just my door. Just throw it in a random hole in your backyard. And you're like, sorry. And we have a small dog mm. and you hate him. So I, you know, I wouldn't give him to you to dispose of. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, how disturbing. What? It, thank God Glenn wasn't home because he was distraught over losing the dog. And if he opened the door and here was Al's wannabe boyfriend going, here's your dog back. I couldn't fix it here. You know, that insane. <laughs> it's insane. Am I wrong? Like, that w- the, the whole, whole time he was so freaking weird. The whole time he was struggling with with carrying, and there's a blanket thrown over it, but not enough. Like they needed a bigger blanket. <laughs> like, yeah, the dog. It's a big ass dog, and I'm so glad they didn't put him in a trash bag. But at the <laughs> same time, I'm like, mm-hmm. kind of wish you'd put him in a trash bag. Anyway, so the boys have covered the the hole with thing, and at around the time that the kids throws the the dead dog in the hole, they're reading from the book to close close it up so they go out there and they're like ah the hole's closed up ha ah, great so they think we're good we're done they leave and for some reason there's a there's an actual fence gate that they've used to cover the gate help me 
and it's got a latch on there and the demons are like as it as they're walking away the demons are opening the latch and i'm like it's not nailed down you could just move that piece of wood i don't know why that was so funny to me yeah teenage mutant ninja turtle that <laughs> yes. right off of it yes just like your demons, I'm sure you don't need to use the latch. We haven't seen the demons yet, and uh, uh, spoiler <laughs> alert: they're the size of gerbils, really big gerbils, but gerbils nonetheless. <laughs> that night, Glynn is in bed, and the moths are still swarming, and they like break his window. There's mm-hmm. so many moths that they are able to like crack his window. Open. And Terry's spending the night again. Yes. Oh, and Angus's corpse is back in Terry's bed, or in, in yeah, in Terry's bed because they like. Trying to wait. Like the the window breaks from all the moths. Right. Because, yeah. And he goes and gets, like he screams and Al comes in and he, you know, he's like, oh, they broke my window and they're everywhere. And she's like, okay, well, come come sleep in my room. Let's get Terry. So she, yeah, she pokes Terry and he's not waking up. And I'm like, oh, no. They pull back the covers and Terry comes up behind like, what is happening? (laughs) And then they, yeah, they pull back the covers and it's dead Angus. Oh, Angus. Which I'm like, oh, that boyfriend's totally broken up with it. He's actually boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) You brought the dog back and you threw it in my brother's bed? (laughs) No, I threw it in a random hole. As they're, hi cat. As they're trying (laughs) to leave the bedroom, monster arms pop out from under the bed and start grabbing on to Al. Yes. And trying to pull her under. And so that's when they're like, okay, something fucking, something fucky's going. (laughs) <laughs> can we make that a shirt something's fucky something fucky's going <laughs> yeah something fucky's stone going. and bone ghoul kids are cool kids mm. something fucky's going yep so they uh they you know see the monster arms they're like let's get the fuck out of here they run outside and their parents show up glenn and al's parents are there and they're like oh yay and turns out like they're not actually their parents um in what is the, the most disturbing scene in this movie? Absolutely. The dad is holding on to Glenn and like won't let him go. And the mom starts like cackling, mm-hmm. like insanely, really weird. And Glenn's trying to push his father. He puts his hands into his father's face and his father's face kind of caves in. And then milk pours Milky out. Milky goo start Like it's very, very watery goo, but it's very like it's goo. It's skim milk. Yes. It's, and it's milk colored. Yeah. But then his hands are like covered in a slightly greenish version of it. Yeah. It's the it's it's awful it it is if this was in a much scarier movie it would still be as effective this this is a scary ass scene like yeah this is what your kid is gonna have nightmares of this is the one you like this is the scene you have to warn them about because the rest of the movie is pretty but this one scene like anytime parents show up in this movie it's really it's bad so that's i think they finally convince al at this moment like hey we need to figure out how to close the gate because she was like very like what are you nothing's guys talking about? happening nothing i mean the second that the huge beefy monster arms come right, out right. from under the bed she's like okay <laughs> you're not lying like i believe you she volunteers i think to go back to the the gate and like look around or something i'm sorry can we just go back to the parents like milk face right uh-huh and then all of a sudden they scatter into the demons. And yes. I think this is the first time we are seeing them. And they're naked mole rats. Yeah, they are. Super creepy. They're very faces. weird looking. Like, they're so, so weird. strange. And like comical almost. They're almost funny because they're just so tiny. It feels like stop motion. But it's it's not from my understanding. I think it's guys in suits. Then they just shot it in forced perspective. Okay. 
Kind of like what they did with the Hobbit movies, where like they just like they have one guy way back here and the other person here to make the other guy look much bigger, you know? Right, but it feels like stop motion. Right, like the, <laughs> they also play them, I think, at a different speed. Rate, yeah, because like they they're hopping, their movements are very weird and. California raisins. They give me California raisins. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. See that. So, but with more naked mole rat. They go down to the basement to get the record, and it bursts into flames because that's where like the incantation that they have to read is is in mm-hmm. the record. It bursts into flame for for no apparent reason. So they grab a Bible and they well, just... because the the Lee sisters come back over and they're like, yes. oh, I have I know the Bible, and then they're too chicken to go out to the hole. But they, they come up with the idea of, like, let's just read the Bible. Mm-hmm. So they go out to the gate, and they're reading the, the some passage. I don't even know what it's, it's about. And the hole looks like it's closing up. And then Terry's just like, fuck it, and chucks the, the Bible down into the hole. No, I'm he? sorry. I'm going to have to go back. Um, I do know what scripture they were reading. Yeah. Like they read a little bit in the middle of it and I don't, I don't, I don't know the Bible that well. And it starts working and they're like, read on, read on. So he flips a couple pages. They're dead middle in the Bible, like just like flopping it open to a middle page. And he starts quoting Genesis 1-1. That's at the beginning of the Bible, y'all. Like you're not going to be in the middle of the Bible reading Genesis 1-1. Maybe there's a lot of foreword in there. Maybe God was like, well, I really want you to take you to the process of how I wrote this book. I'm just saying, like, if you're going to use the middle of the Bible, go to Psalms. Psalms are just a bunch of spells anyway. That would work better to close a freaking demon hole. Demon hole. I'm, I'm demon hole, great band name. <laughs> Called it. <laughs> Terry's reading Genesis or whatever, mm-hmm. checks the Bible on the hole. The hole closes up. They're like, yay, we won. Bible yeets it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeet that Bible. Woo. But then... We also, like, they told a little story earlier in the movie about how Terry told Glenn a story of when they were building his house. Mm -hmm. There was a worker who died, and they just buried him in the wall because they didn't want insurance messing with it. And Glenn's dad was like, oh, Terry's kind of going through some shit right now. Like, calm down. It's not true. But that night, a corpse of a workman falls out of the wall. Grabs Terry. Pulls him into the wall. Yeah, he pulls Terry into the wall, and then the wall seals up. Mm-hmm. So he can't rescue him. He runs up to Al. Glenn runs up to yeah. Al. Mm-hmm. But she had seen the worker in a mirror right before. Like she was looking in a mirror and the worker kind of appeared there. Like behind her and she looked back and he wasn't there. And So the, the monster pops out of the wall or whatever. Al and Glenn fight off the... Pops out of the mirror. Pops out the mirror? Is that what it was? Yeah. Anyway. Because she goes up and he's like freaking out. They got Terry, man. They got Terry. And they like clock him in the head or something, and that's like he, I think he falls forward mm-hmm. and becomes a bunch of <laughs> tiny demons. Oh Jesus, those stupid mole Oh, and did we mention did the part where they slam the door on the demon arm happen yet? Because do you remember that when I there was like one of the tiny demons is like attacking oh, them in the backyard? Oh, and it turns into sperm. Yeah, they, they, the arm is caught in there and it falls off and turns into little stop motion sperm things. Worm sperm sperm. Sperms. They are worms with large heads. So. Sperms. Make your own idea. They were sperms, okay? Oh, then they decide, oh, we've got a great plan. Let's get dad's gun. Because kids playing with guns is always fun. <laughs> so they go down. Like, I think Glenn runs down to the closet where they're keeping the gun. The gun and Al holds the door shut because yeah. the demons are in there. He opens the gun bag. And that's when Terry pops out of the gun bag. Yeah. Looking. zombie. Yeah, he's like, his face is all pale. His teeth. Look bigger. I don't know if they are or if like the kids just showing them off more. His teeth look like kind of rat like. Yes. And he like bites onto Glenn's hand. 
And he's like, I'll help. And she's like, kind of busy. <laughs> Glenn picks up a Barbie doll and stabs Terry in the eye with the leg. Using a Barbie doll as a shiv is not necessarily the most effective, but apparently movie magic makes it so. So Al runs to the closet. They shut the door and then the worker guy pops out of the wall, grabs Al, pulls her in. Glenn's by himself. We had also kind of in the dark book or whatever they called the, the sacrifix or crucifix or whatever they were called. Sacrifix. I can't remember. Anyway, uh, the, the, there would have to be two human sacrifices, sacrifices in order to bring like the big demon open to open the gate fully. And the only thing that would close it was like a gift of love or like an expression of true love and peace and harmony and all that sort of shit. World peace and all that shit. And all that shit. Glenn gets the, what I forget the name of the rocket. The the rocket him and his sister would share together. Like yeah. the one that they would play with together. He gets that out and it's like, oh, I will use this as the symbol of the bond between me and my sister. <laughs> he goes up to get it. And while that's happening, the gate starts opening underneath the house. Like it's becoming a gigantic thing. All of their hardwood floors just go bye-bye. And a monster comes out and it's like a, it's like one of the little monsters in, in its face, except it's got like four eyes, but it's got like kind of that stretched maw. It's got like a giant, almost snake-like body, but with yeah. arms coming off of it. Yeah. Very interesting creature design. Kind of like a uh, genie from like Aladdin. Yeah. Like that whole like snake-like. Yeah, 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 with yeah. With the big beefy arms. Like he, he lifts, bro. Like you can tell he, uh goes to the gym in demon land or wherever he was hell yes and so he's he's trying to fire the rocket the demon grabs him by the arm i think and like pats him on the head and that makes an eye grow <laughs> inside of uh glenn's hand sure do you remember that that yeah was very weird yep i really didn't understand what that was supposed to mean I, I guess the demon's like watching him or something i guess or using him as his like fifth eye since he already has four and so glenn stabs the eye which pains the big demon guy right and he's trying to light the rocket and he can't get it lit right he's he's trying to he's trying to use matches but there's so much wind blowing around mm -hmm. he finds i think under a bed or something the there's like a little, little electric switch that you can hook yeah. up to it so the monster comes back up there's also the uh claymation moment of like where the monster picks up claymation uh glenn and like flings him around and i don't know why i just thought i was like oh that's really kind of cool fires the rocket causes it to explode the the gate closes up and angus comes out of the closet <laughs> he's alive again the the dead dog. The yeah. dead dog. Mm -hmm. And then Terry and Al also come back. So nobody actually died. And they go out front and they're like sitting there. Like the house is all tore to shit. <laughs> like the trees are all knocked over everywhere. And that was one hell of a party. They're going to have to explain to their parents. Yeah. What happened to our hardwood floors, <laughs> y'all? Or the entirety of the house. For real. And that's the gate. So what would you think of the gate? The gate. The gate. Help me. <laughs> I felt... <laughs> There, there were moments of horror in intermixed with like this after school special type of comedy, like comedy tragedy. Because Terry lost has, his mom. It has the weirdest tone in this movie. It's like it can't so quite strange. decide what it wants to. It's so strange. And the, the design of the mini demons are hilarious. And like, I. <sighs> they make me think of like miniature orcs like for like bit. the indian so, yeah, or something they look sure. they look like just like you would use this on your miniature table for orcs i don't know why but yeah i it, it's fine yeah it's fine I, I think this is a good for a younger crowd it's yeah. not gonna hold your interest super long time for it wasn't people. groundbreaking i mean it could have been 
Back well, there the was day. a lot of ground breaking in the movie because <laughs> it's a gate from hell, but the gate, the gate. But I enjoyed the juxtaposition from Terry to Glenn. Glenn is kind of a nerd, space nerd, and Terry is totally a nerd too. But like in that, in a totally different way. Yeah, like he, he's a music nerd. What I really like about like everybody knows a Terry when they're growing up. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody knows that kid who's like way into whatever type of music they're into, or you know what I mean. But I love how they they paired them together. And they yeah. work well as best friends, even though they are so different. Yeah. Like, they they complete each other. They do. They do. And Al is a perfect, you know, high school girl trying to be her own person, but also, like, have this sibling bond with her Sometimes sibling. annoying little brother, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we talked about the fact that the little brother's played by Stephen Dorff. Yeah. Stephen Dorff. Very young. The bad guy from Blade is probably the biggest thing he's known for, right? I don't know. I've never seen Blade, and oh, you were we, like, "Oh yeah, we hey, need Blade for the show." It's is it Stephen Dorff. Stephen Dorff, yeah. Why? Why does the name Jonathan Dorff come to mind? Who's Jonathan Dorff? I don't think there is a Jonathan Dorff. There Are might be Jonathan? a Jonathan Dorff. If Jonathan Dorff is listening, please tweet at us. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's fine. So yeah, our our, our overall opinion. It's, it's a fine. little. It's a. It's a little milk toast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm hilarious <laughs> you're something all right I, I agree you are something if we were going to do a menu based on the gate what would you serve milk oh <laughs> slightly slight green tint to it just put a drop of green food mm. dye in the gallon I mean, what other they didn't really focus on food there was solo cups everywhere and i don't think that there was apple juice in them mm. And they were miners. They were smoking, too. Yeah, they were a lot of smoke. Like, I was surprised by how much smoking was in, in that party scene. It's the 80s. Yeah. But yeah, the food was not a big part of this movie. Mm-mm. So just some green dyed milk. Okay, moving on. But nothing else. Maybe popcorn? Is there a popcorn scene? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I bet you could do something really cool with a thunder egg. Yeah, I did see you can make candy geodes, but it's a huge pain in the balls and I'm never going to do it because it takes like months to do. So this week for our Instagram, we're going to post a recipe for you to try because <laughs> we ain't gonna. If we ever do make those shirts, man, we should do a giveaway for <laughs> people that actually do our recipes and do them well. It, it can't be any worse than we do. So Seriously. We're setting the bar low, people. Every week. Every week, we rate the movie based on something from the movie. So, what are we? What scale are we going to use? One to ten for the gate. One to ten Barbie shivs. Barbie shivs is freaking excellent. And I think <laughs> I'm kind of okay with just going with Barbie shivs. That is so good. <laughs> okay. I mean, what you could use like thunder eggs, but yeah, those are the Barbie shiv is the Bible thing. yeets. Bible yeets. Mm-hmm. Naked mole rat demons. Oh God, no. I think yeah. Let's go with Barbie shivs. Yeah. <laughs> You can't improve upon perfection. So, like, is this movie fine? Like, it's not groundbreaking, <laughs> except it is. In, the in only ground ways. it's breaking is its own. Right. I think it's a really good movie for a younger audience. This is a movie I watched originally when I was a kid, and it was one of those that kind of got me into horror movies. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it wasn't wasn't my first, but it was definitely one of those that was like, oh, this is super palatable. I can watch this over and over again. But like, watching it again as an adult, it's it's fine. It's a it's a six Barbie shivs. I think I think six is it's slightly better than your your average ass movie, but not much. Okay. How about you? What are you gonna rate it here? 
three Barbie shows. Three Barbie shows? Yeah. Yeah, I can see you. It just, like, I loved his jacket. I hated the fact that it was a false start. Like, it felt very much like Freddy. I hated the false ending, personally, when they threw the Bible down there. Yeah. Like, that, I was like, oh, like, this I is hated... a really short movie? I don't That's remember That's what that. I was going to say next. But the, the dream sequence at the beginning made me feel like I was in a Freddy movie. And then it didn't deliver anything as cool as that, quote unquote, cool. Like, I'm not saying Freddy's cool, but whatever. And then, like, the ending, they had, like, three different endings. <laughs> and they brought the dog back for no fucking reason. Like, let him rest in peace. He was dragged he was all over the city. <laughs> under a blanket that and how didn't do you even explain, cover his head. Explain that to the boyfriend. Like, you know that dead dog you carried around all day? He's back. I didn't even consider that. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking Angus, bitch. Oh my god. I just wouldn't tell him. <laughs> he shows up again. We got a new dog. Uh, <laughs> I think I threw your dog down a hole for no reason. Oh my god. But yeah, the gate. It's fun to laugh at. So that's why it has a three. Because those naked mole rat demons. <laughs> I just wanted to kick one super hard and just see how far it can launch it. it I, I feel like it would be kicking a big thing of putty. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it would feel like. <laughs> 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 kind of wet, but like solid at the same time, you know? <sighs> But yeah, there was a moment when one of them started stomping on him. I'm like, hello, yeah, they they don't even they're reach tiny, knees. Just stop them. Like, <laughs> crunch, crunch, crunch. But yeah, two, three. Yeah, I, I figured you'd probably go somewhere on there. I thought about a two, but I couldn't do that to you. Yeah, it's it's not that bad a movie. No, I'm actually interested in the only thing. Our son has been having dreams about waking up and nobody's there. Yeah, and that's not the beginning of this movie would not help with that. No, I think we need to wait a couple more years just because of our specific son's yes nightmares. They did have a, a sequel to this too, like five or six years later. I don't. Are you think. kidding? I think the director came back. Is Angus him, still around? <laughs> <laughs> Angus is now immortal. He's one of the Highlanders. I mean, if you're killed by demons and then you come back once the demons have been defeated, doesn't that make you immortal? Does that mean Al is immortal? If not, it should. He should be. He should be. Terry should be immortal. <laughs> so yeah, that's the gate. If you liked our show, you can follow us on Twitter at Murder She Don't One, or check out our Instagram where we post pictures of the menu item stuff we talk about. Not all of it, because sometimes we have a bunch of really good ideas, and we're like, okay, we'll do two or one and then sometimes like this episode we have one idea so wait what we have one vague idea of, of a menu item for the gate oh uh, milk yeah it's like green tinted milk oh you know what flan green flan you could it's try you could try making a chocolate sculpture of the demons have fun with that you oh you could have an angus steak <laughs> Poor dog did not die by demon hands, only to be resurrected for you to kill him for Angus steak. Okay? <laughs> Fucking Angus, man. So yeah, check us out. And if you like the show, please uh, share us with your friends and family and coworkers please. and enemies. The more people we have listening, the nothing else, nothing special would happen, but we like it. <laughs> we like it. So last... We did Time. the A's. We did the A's. So now B's, there's none. There's no B's. So C's. If you're in California, we Colorado. California? I don't think so. Wow. 
California, Colorado, Connecticut. Those, Those are the three. Are the three. Yeah. Delaware, Florida, oh, Georgia, Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, We're coming for you, but... First, California, Colorado, and Connecticut. Do we have anybody in those three? We do have somebody in... We've had somebody in California. Hey, thank you, California. But we don't have Colorado or Connecticut yet. Colorado, Connecticut. Get on it, y'all. If you know anybody in Colorado or Connecticut, please share us with them. We are... Our next goal is to hit all 50 states, and we are going letter by letter. We just think it'd be interesting. <laughs> it'd be cool. It'd be neato. Nito Mosquito. Nito Mosquito. It'd be the bee's knees. It would be the bee's knees. Yeah. The cat's pajamas. So what are we doing next week? Uh, you had mentioned the Mothman prophecies? Yeah. So yes, uh, next week we'll do Mothman, and the week after that we're going to do Blair Witch. So With a special guest. Mothman prophecies, which we've seen before. I can't remember much about it, though. I didn't watch it with you. Right, you watched it. But you told me you've watched it before, right? Yes. yes. We, we've both seen it before, but it's yeah. one I, I don't remember much about. So, But I want to watch it with you. So yes, share us all that. And remember, demons, demons aren't, aren't going, going to, to ring, ring the, the doorbell. doorbell. Is that better? The gate. <laughs>